The following show contains spoilers for episode 8 of Survivor 41. Alright, podcast listeners at home, it's time for the podcast to start. As everyone <laughs> preps the recording, they get all ready, and then I say, hello again. Hello, hello again. again. Hey, I guess. Welcome back up? to RNG Show, the podcast where we talk about Survivor, Survivor Fantasy, points, things that happen on Survivor. And maybe something else. Hypotheticals about Survivor, even. That's true. And maybe a segment. Yeah. So, uh, episode 8 of Survivor Season 41 happened very recently. And I think we should talk about it a little bit. Go over the episode, talk about how the points are moving what around is... in our fantasy draft. Nah, nah I, I don't want to. What is this, what is this no, bit no, on like, no, episode 9? <laughs> our ninth episode of this season <laughs> yeah sorry i just don't want to do it uh sorry guys oh i think we should do something else okay well then we let's do gaming talk content about uh the beginning of this episode of survivor season 41 episode 8 in which <laughs> everyone comes back from the dramatic tribal council last episode and, and their merge tribe has a name now, and they yeah. just like didn't explain it at all in yeah. any scene. They don't really do that anymore. <laughs> how dare they? I hate it. Um, and they're talking about how cool last episode was, and then they show us the flashbacks from last episode. Like, remember I, last episode? I was, I was, it was there. A banger. It's like, yeah, I remember. Yeah, that was the last thing I watched. <laughs> don't don't tell me again. But you know, they have to remind us just in case. And and they only throw in like a two second clip of you know Tiffany handing over the idol. I, I'm I'm glad that you know that's just enough for us to see and like say, oh look that that happened. Yeah, and that's important. You right. don't have to spell it out and flash back to it three times in an episode. And oh, but you're forgetting they will this, flash back yeah. to it next episode this... when. <laughs> Okay, so this season has has worn me down. I I am. Well, well, when Xander's like, upset. "Well, I'm I'm sure glad that Tiffany gave me back my <laughs> my advantages last episode." Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh. Maybe maybe a little heavy handed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, pa- past this part is kind of just people talking about how the Yase three four. Is now very small. Three, four. Three, three. three plus one. Yeah. Now it's one plus one plus one plus one, I guess. There's a what? lot of math going on here and I don't like it. They're, Anyways, they are no yeah, longer Yase is, aligned, is falling apart. But yeah. they could be, maybe. Who knows? It's hard to tell. I I, I mean I they're just not, yeah. right? They all just said so. alright, screw our alliance. everybody's out. It's not for working. Our... We need to get into a better group. How how do we how do we like save our own butts when we're all at the bottom? You know what? Let's just split off and try and not be at the bottom. Yeah. And the rest of the group's like, <laughs> no, what? Yeah. So it's this weird situation where, if it wasn't for 
Liana like hard breaking away from the Yase group, then their best play is definitely to stick as like a group mm-hmm. because then a smaller group from the main basically everyone else as an alliance can break away from that, form with them, and then get rid of, you know, the protagonist and the protagonist crew. But when they split off like this into individuals, then, like, they have so much less sway. And even somebody like somebody like Xander, who counts as two people for a vote because of his extra vote, and mm-hmm. then also has an idol, even he doesn't seem that appealing as an alliance member to everyone else so it it at this they're, point they're trying to make themselves stronger and more attractive to keep but they're just making themselves all weaker yeah essentially and i i have no idea how they can possibly play this um without just getting, getting advantages yeah. and for like brute forcing their way through each tribal <laughs> yeah i mean i guess we'll see what happens but they're not off to a great start <laughs> well yes with the vote out but mm-hmm. in terms of what they did on like evie and xander's side i mean yeah it's, it's not it's it doesn't look terrible probably better than doing nothing but i'm not sure if they've gathered any more ground yet right it definitely doesn't feel like they have and it really hasn't seemed like anybody from the main alliance wants to do anything Mm -hmm. (laughs) to to set themselves apart for any reason yeah i mean everyone who's kind of in power right now is in a pretty solid spot and there's some little shakiness that we see later in the episode with, um, like, Chantel and Deshaun having, like, little fractures, but, you know, still probably working together. Um, I'm curious to see how that relationship sort of develops down the road, because we had, you know, this really tight group of four, which may not be able to you know, stick together throughout the whole game if they're just not able to really cooperate. Yeah. I don't know what I would expect from that whole situation. Because it's... I can't imagine them just, like, splitting up suddenly again if Deshaun really, like, tries to go against Chantel. Mm -hmm. I don't think he gets there. Especially, again, now that they are actively whittling down the numbers he would need to join up with to make that happen. Um, So, even if Deshaun wants to, it really seems like if he tried, he would just be the next on the list. Mm -hmm. Especially because, uh, you know, the the people in their alliance, I think, always side with Chantel there. I, I would think that they would, like line with Deshaun more though because Chan's from what the heck I've already Ooh-ah. forgotten all the tribe names Ooh-ah. Ooh-ah. So, like, Shan's just like better at telling people what to do but she doesn't like really have the connections to to all these people I think 
most of Luvu would rather side with Deshaun. Um, if if there was actually a big split, maybe. I mean, right now Deshaun is pretty fractured away from Erica and Nasir. Uh, and mm-hmm. then that leaves Danny, who at this point, you know, could be more loyal to Deshaun or could be more loyal to Chantel. We just don't really know right now. Yeah, we we actually just don't have enough. We see Danny having more conversations with Deshaun, but you know, who knows where Danny's head is at here in the long term? Oh, and then Heather, of course, who exists. Yeah. <gasps> Wait, hold on. Wait, excuse me. She exists. She actually got screen she time. She exists. And, yeah. Like, Guys. tried to make a move <laughs> early in the episode. Her mouth was moving, but I didn't hear any words coming out. Uh, <laughs> it she was did so talk later on, though. <laughs> it. I. Yeah. I honestly just felt bad at the start of the episode where we, you know we see her walking with uh who was it? It was Deshaun and somebody Deshaun. else. Erica and Deshaun. Yeah. And, you know, they're having a conversation. We joked, like, hey, do you think she gets words? <laughs> do you think she gets audio? <laughs> and then she, like, nods a couple times, and we're like, <gasps> she's going to do it. And then right as she, like, opened her mouth to say something, it cut away. And I was just like, man, this is brutal. The editors are so <laughs> rough to her. Yeah, I, you know, that's Clearly why I was it's because she's about to that. make a big comeback yeah. and be the true villain of the season yeah that's why i kind of thought mm-hmm. heather would be going home it's like okay she's been totally invisible she talks a little bit and then you know she's out of here right but yeah. you know i guess i showed her a little bit because she was kind of an option like kind of centered around tribal so maybe she'll fade back into nothingness or maybe she'll just continue to rise but they also needed some tension for the uh the, the immunity challenge they needed the 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 head to head person to exist uh-huh i thought heather was gone when she had a confessional same that's what i thought that was my first instinct i was like there's no way they show her for the first time the entire season and then was, not just kick her out oh i was God. so worried when yeah one throughout the episode she got enough screen time that like before we even went to tribal, I was like, hmm, should I be worried? Like, the, the <laughs> editors wouldn't just show her, like, less than half of the episode as as her boot episode. But, like, maybe? And then we freaking get to tribal. And, oh my gosh. So she tried to make some kind of move here. And... It looks it, it it seems like she was trying to flush Nasir's idol is like the actual thing. Yes. In the episode it just looks like she's she's decided to flip. Now is the time to get rid of Nasir. Uh-huh. But she still voted for Tiffany. Mm-hmm. So like Yeah. It's she's, a it's a mess. She's trying to be some kind of agent of chaos. I which, don't know. Yeah, Z- sure, Xander I fell for it. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> Let's go. Xander voted for Nasir. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, to be fair, hey, what 40 else is going to do? 40 chess. But, like, the moment she got up, it was like, oh, well, sorry, Heather. Bye. You're going home, I, I know, guess. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just sick of live tribal, bro. Like, it's, it's, it's not interesting anymore. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a cool it, novelty, but it does it's, it's th- kind of get to the point where it's like everything we've been 
watching throughout the whole episode about like the camp discussions and everything just starts to feel really irrelevant. Uh, obviously, in this episode, not much really changed, but it's still just like, yeah, I don't know. It's accurate. Once again, not not much really changed, but like I think it's also it also should be probably banned simply because it's it's almost too powerful. Like from a social tool point of view, where if you're gonna if you show up and like you really destabilize things at tribal, it kind of makes the whole game fall apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, that's, it's that's something what I was gonna that say. when it's rare and it doesn't happen often, it's like good TV because like oh my goodness, what's happening? Like you know, there's so much hap- like going on right now. But when it becomes yeah. regular, it feels like it, it is needing the format to adapt to it. Well, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure it was originally against the rules of Survivor to talk at Tribal, and they allowed a little whispering, because that was a little fun. Yeah, and then people just uh, started, like, the... getting up, and now it's just like, okay, Jeff, yeah. like, you know, I know you said we're just about to vote, but, like, give me a second, let's all stand up now, go into our corners, and also, double check on our vote. That's the worst part. Po- come on, Heather. Like, I guess she was trying to whisper while someone was voting. That's definitely against the rules. I That's... Think so, yeah. Well, yeah, but if you, I mean, you know, people have always happen, done. Though. There's always been like glances and gestures, but yeah. <sighs> it's a weird sort of uh, battle between Jeff being like, "Oh yeah, it's your guys' tribal. Do whatever you want," and still trying to stick to the format. I guess why? Because why really, has, like, Survivor you, has rules. If you come in with a plan, then. You know, just trying to take this to extremes, right? It's like you get your lines together, you come up with a plan, and then right when you sit down at tribal, you say, okay, everybody, come over here and stand with me, right? And then you go over there, and then you just like, hey, what's up? How's it going? You just chit-chat for like 15 minutes, and you say, Jeff, hey, uh, by the way, uh, we're good to vote whenever, just so you know. And then they go back to chatting, and then whoever's on the bottom just just like is stuck on the bench or something. The rules of Survivor have been out the window since Rob and Amber's engagement. (laughs) That's a while ago. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, I I know, but like in the early seasons, they were like the, the one of the most important rules is you can't conspire to share the prize money. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunate. So travel council may be broken, but what can you do about it? Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, it it just it really, like Soaring said, it does just the gameplay just breaks down significantly because of it. And even this vote is, like, a pretty good example of that. Because if they really wanted to flush an idol, they have to set up a very specific, um, you know, two- or three-way vote beforehand on, you know, Xander, Nasir, and Tiffany. And when that, if that is the plan, and it suddenly goes to live tribal, you cannot do that. Right, because Nasir's going to be listening, mm-hmm. so you can't, you know, make sure, hey, this is, like, still the thing. Uh, Xander's also going to be there, so you can't really say, like, oh, yeah, we're putting this many votes on Xander, whatever, because he's just going to know. It's just, like, you just don't get to do the, like, nuanced, complicated, and interesting plans if it's just going to go to chaos every single time. And, you know, like, I think it's probably more interesting, honestly, as a viewer, if the destabilization during Tribal 
comes out through like Jeff's little question and answer session. Because I think that's a useful tool that people can use to send false flags throughout the tribal. But, you know, what's the point of it if Jeff just lets you get up and talk to everybody anyways? Yeah, that's also a good point. Because I feel like if something Jeff asks triggers like an answer from somebody that, you know, makes somebody else's ears perk up or whatever, then there's like that interesting, um, an interesting back and forth, I guess, where like, Jeff kind of assumes an interrogator role and you have to answer questions realistically and honestly enough, but without giving too much away. And I feel like that was kind of the original like pitch for tribal council where Jeff was going to come in yeah. and he was going to ask these questions that would, you know, make the other people around you feel uneasy. You know, you're going to have to answer a question. Maybe your answer is going to piss off some people maybe uh you know somebody based on your answer is gonna be like do they really have my back but what's the point anymore if you can just hey jeff you go over there and we're gonna we're gonna have our own conversation mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's gonna be like all right i'm gonna read the votes and it's like wait jeff can we live tribal <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey, hey, hey 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 bro do you mind if i live tribal over here oh yeah sure it's your tribal so I don't know. It's just like a, a very w- interesting conflict between the old tribal council and what's kind of becoming the new tribal council. I don't know if Jeff would ever give up on, you know, sit down and interview everyone approach, but it it seems like there needs to be some sort of middle ground between the two. And they've changed up the final tribal council. So I wouldn't be surprised if they changed how it's happening now but i feel like production is just totally satisfied with the current sort of way tribal council goes yeah are they though like that's that's once again like the thing like if they weren't then they would do anything about it instead of jeff just being very open just being like you know even after he said let's vote he's like oh yeah sure you guys can get up whatever yeah, I mean, let's be clear. If production production cared about the gameplay, a lot of things would be different. <laughs> like, uh, you well, know. Right, right. But I'm not talking of... about gameplay. I'm talking about, like, television production at this point. And, you know, it was a big, oh, whoa, this is insane, man, crazy, when it, like, popped out during Edge of Extinction or whatever season that was. Uh, but then it kept happening, and it kept happening, and then it started happening every tribal. And now it's like, I'm sick of it. It's not fun anymore. Yeah, but I also think that we are not the average demographic. I think the average survivor viewer still finds it <laughs> the exciting. average survivor enjoyer? Ex- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still finds it exciting enough that they wouldn't have a problem with it. Well, I mean, that is a question I have about, like, the show in general is really who is the target demographic. And I imagine that a large amount of the viewer base is a random middle-aged family flipping through the channels at uh, 8 p.m. I think it has to be. It's like, I don't know, and I don't want to be clouded by the bias or anything, but it's like, you know, I feel like 
I don't know, like just for a, a TV show, like I'm someone who found the show and then watched through the show and there's a lot to see, but you know, like most TV shows, you know, I just watched through it and now I'm still watching it. And of course I, you know, try to engage in discussions about it and everything, but I feel like it's not that crazy. I mean, you know, there are probably people out there who, you know, are just able to watch it weekly or maybe every other week or whatever and just watch it and then not think about it once it's gone. But yeah, I don't know. It as it it's like it's being made not for people who know what is happening or going on, I guess. Which it's like I guess you just have to accept and then that's why we have so much time not spent on previously ons like they used to be where it's like a quick reminder of things that might be relevant but just like these very spelled out obvious flashback sequences that are like hey here's the exact same thing you just watched last week again so is this the part where we pivot to being a survivor australia podcast we could (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's better there's always an option there's a lot more to watch but i mean i am at the very least all of the australian seasons are better than this season but i don't know how much all that of means. them yeah i mean this, that's crazy i mean this season you know depending on how it still plays out i would say is very just like middle it's very middle of the road i guess it's not anything that's terrible yet these past few episodes have been engaging enough but part of that is because we're doing a podcast on it we're invested in the people because you know we're getting some points from them and we talk about it every week um after the season's over looking back on it may not you know care about it as much i remember you know we talk about this sometimes too like ghost island i thought was really interesting when we watched it live you know there was only a few of us then but uh just every episode seemed so amazing and intense but just kind of looking at it from a little more of a like a deep analysis standpoint i guess there's just a little more to enjoy versus looking back on it and seeing all the flaws that are in the season um i think there's a lot of the outside non-US Survivor seasons that are very good. And there's a lot of things that, you know, we've been complaining about this season that aren't quite as uh, intense, I guess, on the other versions of the show. Australian Survivor does still have some pretty, like, wacky advantages and twists out there, but it because it's newer, I guess, it almost just feels like part of the territory. And because there are so many more people and there's so much more time in the game, each little thing, I guess, feels much less dramatic because it's affecting less in a way. Yeah, that that makes sense. But, uh, I, you know, Soaring, you've seen Australian seasons? Uh, no, I've seen the, part of the first episode okay. of season one. See, exactly. And, and this is why, you know, it's interesting coming in with the perspective as someone who's seen, not all of them, but, you know, a handful of the Australian seasons um, is you guys, you guys one, just I mean, don't know I mean, what you know. <laughs> you're missing or what is sort of over the fence, I guess. Um, and I guess watching those other seasons kind of show more of the flaws in U.S. Survivor 
and make you realize that, you know, Jeff is great, but isn't uh, necessary for Survivor. You're, you're absolutely right. We should go back to basics. Let's become an Expedition Robinson podcast. <laughs> yeah. you should, I don't know. There, there's a lot of people I see where it's like, you know, once Jeff's done, it's over. Couldn't, couldn't be done without Jeff. Jeff is everything for Survivor. But, you know, some of the other hosts of the show are still very good. So. We... What what's that uh what's that college survivor? So the there Survivor Boston. Yeah, so there are a couple yeah, the yeah, most well, let's popular become a Survivor one. Boston. Most popular podcast. one is Survivor Maryland, but Survivor Boston is the one that I've watched. I've seen all the seasons of and they are all very good. Uh the latest season especially uh is better than most seasons of Survivor. I don't have numbers exactly <laughs> in my head, but uh, you know, definitely like a top ten or at least top fifteen Survivor season. Uh, it's very good, and those college kids come to play the game. Highly encouraged. I'm just saying it sounds it sounds pretty cool watching people survive in Nortenberg, Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> or sorry, not Nortenberg, uh, Norrbotten. There you go. Either way, yeah. uh, I highly recommend anybody whether you are right here with me now or listening to this and you like survivor uh go watch survivor boston go watch australian survivor all very good you know what guys want to talk about the reward challenge (laughs) oh my gosh i thought you would never (laughs) ask i was gonna hop straight to the game within the game but that's the same that's the same spot so i guess so yeah reward challenge only thing i really want to talk about is uh xander not finding the advantage which makes me sad that's very upsetting. Yeah, it also made it. it also made Xander very sad watching <laughs> the episode this time. Yes, the... and he was clearly <laughs> looking for it as well, based on the edit. Uh, yeah, for I sure. Think, I don't know. Uh, that's hold on, hold on, hold on, there's hold on, only hold on. so many spots on the bench to look, so we like kind of glanced over the edge of the bench, but it doesn't seem like he was really trying because if he was, well, probably would have found it. I also feel like he can't make it too obvious because if literally anybody sees him that's what i thought at the beginning everybody is focused on a challenge but they were so far away from him at the start of the challenge he he really could have done whatever and they would not have really noticed that's fair that's probably true uh i'm Almost kind of surprised we didn't have a moment where someone like swam out like they did in Game Changers to go steal it, but I guess it just didn't, you know, appear in anybody's mind. Uh, and then also, of course, at the beginning of the challenge, everyone draws rocks. Erica is forced to sit out, but Xander uh, gracefully declines the reward and lets Erica compete instead. Uh, grilled cheese as a reward worth playing for? No, pretty, pretty low tier reward. Uh, you know, a yeah. nice grilled cheese is a a great meal if you haven't had one in a while. But like, if I'm out Survivor and you know, food's food, but it really is just like bread and cheese. Uh, yeah, I mean, and it's, it's not going to be like... great for your stomach, and it's not really going right, to do anything it's... for you. <laughs> I always the first thing I always think whenever it's a um reward that we haven't seen a million times is what does this do to an empty stomach right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. dairy is like bottom bottom tier right like 
you know, right around sushi and raw fish and stuff. It's like, you do not want this in your body when your body has not <laughs> been digesting things in general. Um, so my first reaction is, wow, this is, <laughs> this is awful. But yeah, like you said, food is food. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention really quick is that if any of you haven't seen Xander's uh, <laughs> TikTok uh, TikTok page since this episode, it I'm is not a millennial. So, or wait, it I am is fantastic. I'm, I'm, I'm not a Zoomer. I'm not a Zoomer. Don't worry, so they're on Reddit. You can find them there. You can. Oh, find thank them on God! Reddit, but thank they God, are, they are wonderful. And Xander has uh, shot up in my like favorite people on the season not to mention the fact that he's also been playing well yeah he's making you it know, through for for being in such a terrible position for pretty much the entire season once yase got down to the last like you know uh six people or whatever you know um it it he, he's been making it through without like actually needing to use the things that he has um and like you mentioned with the um with swapping with erica it's like a small thing that i don't think actually ends up being impactful but the fact that he's picking up on these little opportunities to win points with people is pretty impressive and um skipping ahead to the immunity challenge a little bit also the fact that um he was the one that, you know, renegotiated the whole rice thing and stepped out for it. It's also one of those moments where I'm like, this is a good move on his end, you know, despite being in a terrible position and probably really wanting that immunity. If he can win points with, if he can win enough points with the right people, then he might be able to actually get further. Then yeah, I mean, there's definitely should otherwise to question about the way he has like given up so much information about like his advantages and whatnot. But for sure, in part, it has gotten him to where he is now, and he is playing intelligently, right? You know, Ricard at Tribal, you know, <laughs> very obviously trying to get him to play his idol, but he holds true <laughs> to it. Uh, he makes an intelligent play last week at Tribal by not giving up the idol at all, uh, and you know predicting that Sydney goes home. So he's doing pretty good out there. Mm-hmm. And I think the last thing to mention about the reward challenge is the puzzle at the end being literally instantly solved by Evie because they made it at home and did it once. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um and people have talked about it a little bit just on the internet about the whole like making unique puzzles and unique challenges that people can't just practice and get down to a science. Yeah. Well, um, you know, it, it didn't help David. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's the thing it makes me think of is David's like binder of survivor puzzles. Uh, but when you're out there, who knows how much you actually remember. But that like ship wheel puzzle is pretty tough. This is definitely the one of the ones where you can see, learn, and figure it out. But it's one of those things where it's like, 
you know, everyone should be able to solve a side puzzle out there in a minute, but it still right. seems like it, it takes plenty of time. Uh, who knows? It. I guess it's kind of a weird balance between, like, when you're a fan of the show, you want to see more fans on the show, especially after, like, the mid twenty seasons where there's a lot of people who aren't really interested in playing the game and more interested in just, like, being out there to get their name out there. Um, it makes me kind of want a, I don't want to say like a balance between the players, but just like in the engagement they have with the show where when we have the super fans on there, it feels like they're like too far inside their own head to kind of play the game in a natural way versus, um, seeing it play out with people who are sort of figuring it out as they go. I guess, because we've had, uh, you know, going back quite a ways, but like season 14, right? Had a lot of people who were just kind of pulled in, but it was a great cast. Earl had never watched the show before he went on and he ended up winning that season, you know, almost flawlessly. Um, it, it's cool to see the evolution of the, the gameplay over time, but it seems like people might be getting like too far inside their own heads are too smart for the show in a way that I guess makes it less interesting to watch. It's just gotten a little too meta is what you're saying. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I like what Evie did is entirely what everybody should be doing. It's like going through the seasons, like in learning from mistakes in the very granular things that you can just remember how to do are things that you also should totally do. And it's totally like on survivor for reusing stuff because there's this puzzle that's happened a few times, uh, slide puzzles. Obviously you should be good at. There's the one like pyramid puzzle that you should know how to do, uh, where you have like four blocks and they're all different shapes and you like mm-hmm. stack them next to each other. Um, you know, the, just the puzzles that show up time and time again, you should know how to do. So whether a survivor reacts to that or they uh, just enjoy more of these moments of like, oh my goodness, you're a legend. I can't believe you did that. That's how you do it on Survivor, blah, blah, blah. Who knows? It's like cool, but not really, I guess, what I want to see. I don't know. Yeah, it just takes away from the tension of the challenge. And it's, you know, it's it's this one moment I don't think causes like this huge problem Mm -hmm. that they have to solve because obviously you know over how many challenges and how many seasons how many times has this kind of thing happens is not common enough to where i think they would you know production to have a problem with it Mm -hmm. but it does speak to something that could happen in the future yeah i guess it's kind of just like the you know, end of the evolution of Survivor where, like, everybody knows what the optimal move is at every point in the game and how to solve every puzzle exactly and everyone is practiced for 10 years at Carnival Games. <laughs> mm-hmm. Crazy how this show works. And that's why you go and that's why you go watch International Survivor because they are all, you know, you, you, all unique. You know what else is crazy, though? You know, you, you know what else is crazy, guys? That, uh... What's up? The last season of of Robinson. It's not called Expedition Robinson anymore. It's just called Robinson. 
had more, more what episodes. What are you talking about? It had I it had more episodes. Referencing. It had more episodes than Days of Competition. I literally what? have no idea <laughs> what you are talking about. It's the show that Survivor is based on. It's it's it it came Project Robinson came first. Um, peanut. Peanut game within the game. Game within the guys game. Remember Survivor Amazon? Oh my gosh! Totally. Yeah. All, all the kids remember Survivor Amazon. I think so. <laughs> Good season. Uh, Why? Well, what the heck was the drawing of the hole? That that I, I, I don't know. I, I saw I saw the first two characters and I'm like, oh, I know what uh, it is. What, it's uh, chalk hole. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I generally I don't even the... know what the I don't know what the clue is. I haven't looked at the picture yet. I saw the first two characters. I'm like, oh, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. It was it was peanut butter and chocolate. Jolly... Oh, <laughs> that's yeah, why I first yeah. thought. Choc- I saw Choc- hole eight chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> Close. It's a little I... bit of a stretch. When I, I don't I don't first... actually go to the website, so I don't know what the what the word scramble was. Here, was and I don't here. think there's I don't think there's any once again, I don't think there's any other combination of those letters that could be a word. Um Reh. Oh gosh, we're doing this. Here. <laughs> <Reh. laughs> <Hey. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Are we, I think are we any closer to an actual sentence? No. Well, yes. Because here is like a good random word that you kind of need in a sentence. Doesn't help. Here, <laughs> I looked over it. We have earn. two, what, two, three, three more words? Yeah. There's no There's no shot. There's a sentence in there. <laughs> what it's like. I don't know. Is is nothing? There's nothing there. Maybe it just turns into like a quiz or something, and it's like, what is a large body of water? Is it? Oh, it's sea. <laughs> <All right. laughs> that was a tough one, man. <laughs> but I'm glad Honestly, you got it. Ha- maybe. Ha- what's another word for looking at something? It it's sea. Idle in oh. my pocket. <laughs> Um, honestly, something that they could do, I highly doubt this is the case, but if these are all, like, words in, like, famous Survivor quotes or something, uh-huh. and you have to, they give you, like, you know, the the phrase without the word, and you have to put the words in the right quotes. That's a good There's, like, idea. an idea. There's an idea there, cool. but I, I highly doubt they would ever do and that. Speaking of these famous Survivor quotes, you know, we had a lot of these game within the games right that were just kind of like random words or whatever or just very generally like basically related to the game itself but now we're having like these very specific references to past seasons so i'm wondering where we go from here if it gets more specific or if we just go to vague again or if there's a pattern at all I don't I'm, know. I'm just very curious what person would have gotten the peanut butter and chocolate reference and not and, and have been challenged by the word scramble. I don't know. I don't know. I this this whole game within the game thing is obviously good because it's fun to talk about, but 
<laughs> it's still really silly. Do you guys think they put, do you think they put those little plaques out like in real life or they edit them in afterwards? No, they, they put them out. I think they, I'm, I'm ninety percent sure they put them out there because it seems but like they could. Like but I, I guess the contestants would have been briefed on them, right? Yeah, it it could have well, just, just been so they, they set up super confused. There, there could just be like a couple plaques and you know tracking markers so that they can edit mm-hmm. the graphics in. But like, I don't know. I feel like there's been shots where it'd be really hard to make it look good if it was like just slapped in there like there's been some shots where it it felt very deliberate for however they placed it i think they're real i'm i'm pretty certain yeah i mean it 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 makes sense but also like you know they're going underwater and setting up the, the you know an anchor for the sign to float on so they can do the little well that was part of that was part of one of the the actual buoy the one of the puzzle pieces anchors yeah yeah (laughs) whatever this show what a thing (laughs) i really i i I can tell that's really wearing on you (laughs) what thing are we at Oh my god, you are dying as a human being <laughs> in this show. Is it papaya time? Are we talking about Ricard oh trying to Oh, we haven't even gotten to the papaya. Ricard loves papaya. Need... <laughs> no, Ricard, you had your cheese, you can't eat papaya. This situation is so <laughs> ridiculous to me. Because for somebody that like I feel like has been so good with people, just like... I don't know. Chantel having such a massive problem with this for the tiniest bit of papaya. And, like, I get it on paper, right? Like, he just ate, why are you taking, you know, our food, quote-unquote. But, like, <laughs> come on. Is this really something that you need to make an issue It just of? makes a lot more sense when it's in the context of, like, they've been on an island for two weeks now and they are starved because they're no longer being fed by production in any meaningful way so him taking a small bit of papaya is really just much more important than it seems i think yeah which is fair like i i get it from both sides right i understand why Chantel is upset and i think it makes sense i also understand why ricard thinks it's ridiculous so it's just like, I don't know. It just feels like this silly argument that I don't think is going to end up mattering for like their alliance. But it's just like I don't know. <laughs> it just it just felt s- such like a unnecessary issue. Yep. Can we talk about points? You want to go all the no, way to points? No, we haven't got to the immunity oh, no, challenge yet. We haven't talked yeah. thoroughly about Heather either, which we still need to do. Yeah. We talked but... enough about Heather. We've, we've no, given no, 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 her no, no. more I was told the screen we had time to talk for 20 minutes about Heather. <laughs> that is, yeah, yeah. That is in our contract. <laughs> okay, sorry. What did you say you want to talk about? The immunity challenge? The immunity challenge. Is this the... I want to talk about this okay. because my favorite person... Evie won the whole dang thing. It was almost Heather, though. That's pretty neat. Yeah, and th- three three neat. of our five players dropped out before the 
freaking competition. That's okay. We got a bunch of points from the reward challenge. That's true. But then Deshaun also let us down by like losing immediately. <laughs> Can't blame him. This is not a challenge meant for him. This is a challenge meant for Evie. Yeah. I, I yeah. kind of wonder, wonder actually if Heather had like an advantage here uh, because of how short she was. They scale everything. Yeah. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. They do scale it, but inherently, taller people are less stable than shorter people. Yeah. That's true. That's physics. (laughs) (laughs) That's heightest. Well, actually, mm, I don't know. You know, it's 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 give and take. (laughs) You know, you have some advantages that are going to benefit the more physical people a lot, and then some that will benefit the smaller people a lot. You know, even though yeah. Heather didn't win the Flame Pog Empire some points this week uh, from this immunity challenge, I'm still happy that Evie won. That, I'm, I'm glad Evie's sticking around. Yeah. Hell yeah. And and this is what I mentioned before about how, like, even though people like Evie and Xander are in these horrible positions game-wise, they're still doing they're still keeping themselves in the game one way or another they're doing their best and not just laying down and letting it happen right so in an episode where at the start there was basically no chance like all three of evie xander and tiffany got through to next episode mm-hmm. uh with evie being like the absolute most likely um evie and xander still being in after that is Sweet. I'm I'm here for it. And also points. Points are sick. Points. Yeah, I agree. Is it is it is it time for points? I just want to mention one more thing. Uh we officially have a jury. Oh yeah. We do. A jury of Tiffany. Well, I guess I guess the last thing we can talk about is the fact that Tiffany was voted out. Um eh. because we had multiple well, we had one actual prediction of uh, Tiffany getting to the final episode. Yeah, I mean, and I know uh, I I was shocked here. I thought Tiffany was going to the final three, no matter what. I thought Tiffany was the yeah. final three loser. It's like we've just seen this pattern so many times of the people who are the final three losers, and it was painted all over her. And I was just really surprised to see her go home here. I don't know. There's been so many twists this season. Maybe we're not going to have a juror removal uh, advantage. We're going to have a juror added back into the game advantage Ooh, coming gotcha. up from uh, any ed- part of the game. Yeah, well, I don't let's, know. Let's I'm, bring, I'm bring on, bring on Abraham. He he knows everybody. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> four votes Chantel. Four votes Abraham. One vote left. <laughs> I will say, though, just doing the quick math here, uh, if, since we started with Tiffany, if we have a final three, there's eight jurors. Really? Yeah. Maybe they maybe so they then, want a tie to happen. It could happen, and America is the tie-breaking vote. <laughs> that's no, that's or, not Jesus. Or it's a final two, and there are nine jurors. Well, the thing with an even number of jurors is that it doesn't matter if there's three people hmm. because literally just one person votes for the third person and it's, it doesn't matter. Yep. But how often is the, 
all three options really worth voting for just by the nature of the game right yeah but uh, i feel like somebody i i feel like somebody throws out a meme vote <laughs> i mean we we've we've had ties before or or the, or the anger vote we, the anger vote of course mm. or or the pity vote <laughs> yeah. which has almost caused vote, the though. game to flip many times um what happened when it tied Did that it tie? was yeah no that was in ghost island oh we didn't we didn't watch that season all the way through i'm pretty sure i remember <laughs> wait are we doing it right now are we finally producing the finale of the ghost <laughs> island podcast so, so basically the following show <laughs> to recap this for the finale. <laughs> how it, you know how this ghost worked island. is uh wendell and dominic are the final three and what happens With is Laurel. Yeah, so they get an equal amount of votes because there were probably like this eight people on the jury, I think. And ten people. Ten people. So we, Wendell got the first five votes, you know, so the people who got voted out early in the game got he pretty much got those votes. And then Dominic got the five votes of the people who were kicked out later in the game. I think. It may have been the other way around, but it was pretty much set like that. Um and and Jeff was just like, you know what? I feel like reading some votes right yeah, now. Yeah, so instead of going back to oh, live audience, Jeff's like, this. we're just going to read the votes here. And everyone's like, what? I remember so this. So he, he yeah. goes over it all. It's tied. And then Laurel, who's the third person in the final three, then casts the vote that will decide the winner. Right. Yes. No, I do remember this now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, that's how that can work out. But you know, notably, Nicaragua. I think the the jury sent a few pity votes to the person they thought was going to lose, and then they almost, you know, were able to get more votes than the person who actually win. The same thing in Winners at War, actually, um, where people sent a few pity votes over to Natalie, and it was a few more pity votes than people were counting on. I think. So, moral of the story is, you know, don't pity vote. <laughs> Just vote for the person <laughs> who you think should win. And if they win unanimous, unanimously, then they probably deserved it. Just wish there were more pity votes in Redemption Island. Would have had Philip as the winner. <laughs> wow. Well, we can all see who's uh, winning uh, this fantasy season currently. Uh yeah. Is this is kind of done, so I don't know about that. It's anyone's game. Tiffany too. No, uh, you know was well, who's such getting a... second place. That's the yeah, that's the Tiffany real. Tiffany two was such a big part of the Flame Pog Empire. I think in my head because I thought Tiffany was you know going to the final tribal council, which comes with we a lot of points. For uh, yeah, we Tiffany. almost took Tiffany last week, and and I'm yeah. and then upset. flying said no, yeah, and it didn't happen. I wasn't. No, I w- okay. Excuse it's me. I wasn't your here. fault. <laughs> yeah, I, I told I not. told TB. <laughs> I I yeah. did tell TB that I think t- I agree that I think Tiffany's keeping staying around for a long time. But if you want to make a trade, go for okay. it. That's what I, I mean, told. We basically, you know, we basically Allegedly. talked over the whole thing and why Tiffany was worth taking next to Xander. Uh, but you know, I'm glad it didn't happen because now we still have Xander. <laughs> and I Tiffany's mean, Xander gone. could be eliminated next time. Yeah, of course. Uh, but 
you know, Tiffany's gone, and that's a big point to the uh, amount of points I thought you'd be able to earn later in the game. Um, and you just have less players overall, and we on the blockbuster definition team really just continue to keep pulling away. Um, who would have thought? Hey, Fred, who do you think me. we can pawn Evie for? Uh, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> the hell are you talking about? I'm never making that trade. She's on the way out, mate. No shot, bro. Now, 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 blockbuster definition. I know we can't trade Xander for Tiffany anymore because, you know, Tiffany's out and stuff. That's but fair. you know what? You know who, who'd be better than Tiffany? An entire blank slate. Yeah. You know, someone Chantel? who's gotten <laughs> absolutely no screen time up until this episode. What about a trade of Xander for Heather? No, the only person I would consider trading for Heather would maybe be Erica. Oh. You're saying that you're not interested in the Survivor Season 41 Mastermind. I don't understand. No, I'm just saying I don't want to give up Xander. You you think you think Xander has quite some potential. I think at this point, not, you know, just going to get I voted think, out next. Yeah, I think week. now that Tiffany's gone, I think Xander might actually have some longevity. Um, you know, trying to look at prominent characters here. Um Tiffany was one kicking around. Xander's Xander's been at like the the underdog role for most of the season so far of just you know being and screwed by I advantages think generally and... it's a better place to be like the underdog with a little bit of hope versus like the group of people who are just at the bottom and that's it it really feels like there is some semblance of like a rising up happening here even though tiffany got voted out it you know it feels like their story isn't just over maybe i'm wrong how do you feel about uh, Liana for Xander? No. I mean, you know, Liana might stick around somewhere, but, you know, Xander still has those advantages sitting around, and he's been pretty good about not playing them, which is good. But, you know, obviously if he does end up going home, I would want him to play them first instead of just hold on to it and get voted out. I think I can trust him to know when to play those advantages. And... I think he he has some souvenirs at home that are, are lovely on his mantle. <laughs> well, yeah, you're trying to get me to you're Ghost trying Island to devalue too, him. Uh, <laughs> I know. No, I think absolutely I think at this point, Xander just has so much potential that there's no point in trading him anymore. Dang it! <laughs> so yeah, it's the rest of our. I mean, our entire team at this point. You know. I don't really see them in the final tribal at all. Like Erica is constantly talked about how she should go home. Deshaun has this weird rift going on with Chantel. Ricard is just constantly kind of shown as a villain, but not like a devious mastermind one. Just kind of like the most ambivalent, amb- ambivalent. Just kind of you know, ever. just kind of like a not foil. mean. But you know, like the whole papaya thing just made him look bad. He just he just looks bad all the time. So I don't really know what that means. Uh, and this year, people are also like ready to get out. He doesn't really have any close connections. They're afraid of his idol. So it's like it's a, it, it's a weird They've been talking team. about getting rid of Nasir. They've been talking about getting rid of Nasir since like 
episode yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows yeah. when it when it happens? But the you know it reminds me of Christian in David versus Goliath, where every episode they're like, "We're gonna get rid of Christian," or like every next time on Survivor, it's like he's going home, and eventually he did. But I don't know what's going with Nasir. Took a while. It really did take a while. You got to remember, we've been like talking about getting rid of Nasir from like episode two. Mm-hmm. That's true. But yeah. But everyone's like, no, he's not a threat. I don't know, especially like as you know, our team remains relatively large compared to the other ones. We're two people up from the Flame Fog Empire at this point. Yeah. Um. I don't know who is really sticking around. I mean, like Danny is in a in a good spot in his alliance. Um, Chantel still seems like wins the, the season. You know, she's going far. She's getting weird bits of negativity, but you know, who knows? <laughs> we see everything through her perspective, though. So that's what like... I was gonna say. Like, even if she has these moments, um, especially some weird ones that. Uh, you know, need to get into it. It's it, everything is still constantly from her. Yeah, perspective. it just doesn't just make. Everything. Not only does it make sense that Chantel wins, it wouldn't make sense if anybody else won. I yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm reading this season from a different perspective since la- last week. Since Xander's fake idol play, I I'm. I'm seeing Xander more and more as someone making it closer to Yeah, the I mean, we have to see Xander and his perspective a lot of the times because he's the one who's really interacting with these advantages a lot, and those are things they usually right. consider pretty mandatory to show. Um, I also yeah. feel like Survivor has been constantly trying to like hard counter the uh, the winner edit almost to a comical degree in recent seasons no so, i don't like, think so it's been pretty formulaic so you're saying heather's gonna win no what you're saying is is Whoa. tommy sheedy had the, had the most epic edit ever he was he, he totally controlled his season listen if if tommy was not the winner he would not have gotten teaching time with tommy and it's <laughs> why we have chantelle's theme song yep yep I mean, you know, it's whatever, you know, little negativities they show us about Chantel, they, you know, in turn also show her, like, overcoming it, right? There was a thing with with Deshaun where he's like, oh, you know, communication skills, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, she goes and she pulls him aside and they have the conversation and she checks in with him again at Tribal. But, no, okay, okay. Let's flash back to this because I I am upset with this. Flashback, just like Survivor keeps doing this season. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So like, Deshaun doesn't like want what what is it the the vote yeah. to switch to Nasir or no he does want it I don't remember he I does think it was Heather. want it to switch. He- Yes, he um, does. He does want to switch the vote. And Chantel to split. really didn't want it to. And Sean, yeah, Sean is thinking, no, no, no. We Nasir's a vote we have. And like then, then they go off to the side and and discuss this. And she's like, I'm sorry. Uh, when did I not listen to you? It's not like sorry that I am not listening to you. Here's here's what I'm thinking. Here's my reasoning. More. It's just like. 
when am I not listening to you? What is what is wrong with me and and our our conversation? And then we get to tribal, and it's still the same problem, and it's still she's demanding. She's she's the one that wants to hold on to this all this power and wants to be in control. And that's why she'll win and... the game. <laughs> the thing, you know, this yeah. this all this is I happening. Think this is gonna be her this downfall. is happening through Chantel's perspective. So we're supposed to see how good she is at playing Survivor as opposed to through Deshaun's perspective where he's like, oh my goodness, I cannot believe how bad Chantel is playing the game right now. They're showing us Chantel being like, oh, this is how, like, these are how my skills work. Here's how it ties into my occupation. And this is why I'm going to win the game of Survivor. Yeah, all right. I disagree. <laughs> I I think she's going to have a heroic downfall. Or villain that would be pretty surprising something. and in that case you know who's who's winning then i have no idea because whoever it is whoever ends up winning it's, here it's is Heather. going to get a pretty disappointing <laughs> edit through unless it's xander but is it xander that's, no that's where my brain is right now it'll change in a week's time and i'll i'll be i'll be saying nasir is going to the end he's, <laughs> he's, no. he's finding all six more advantages they're hiding out on that island just i don't know what no. the hell's going on hear me out nasir gets the fabio edit where he's just this lovable guy that everyone just keeps around that's but the that's big bad Xander right now I think, the big actually. bad chantel but the big bad Chantel is getting the Rick Devins at it where Rick was supposed to win, but loses in fire making. Yeah, but <sighs> there was no, it. There's no edge of extinction this time where there's just a mysterious person out there. <laughs> because eh. once we get to the middle of edge of extinction, it's just about showing the most entertaining <laughs> things they can, which happens to all be related to Rick Devins. Yeah, but we still have the fire making challenge, right? Yeah. That's what Probably. I meant. Which, you know, maybe Deshaun and Erica, as alluded to in a previous episode, and then Deshaun's in the final three. That'd be cool. Does Deshaun win then? Yeah. Maybe not. Deshaun, no. Xander, Chantel, who knows? Uh, Liana, maybe. Can we wrap three. the episode? Oh yeah, well, what are our totals? Yeah, let's look at totals. Uh, this episode, blockbuster definition manages to crack twenty again. We we're just so good. We just got a bunch from the reward challenge. We got a couple vote and safe, uh, and we're just racking in all those episode points. Uh, don't need a ten points wins. down from our twenty-one. The friends we made along the way. Uh, Evie pulling some weight this episode. Reward win and immunity Carrie. win. Uh, and then one point above them is the Flame Pog Empire uh, with just enough episode points to push them a little higher. And a vote in six from Heather. Heather to push them from 11 to 12. Thank <laughs> Chaos, Heather. So Let's totals, uh, that puts the friends we made along the way at 127 and the Flame Pog Empire at 144. The gap is not closing this episode but if you look at the graph no, they're getting growing closer so comparatively to the 197 of yeah, blockbuster so these, definition those two teams are worth watching uh next episode blockbuster definition will be cracking 197 or 
yeah, we will be cracking number. We'll be 198. Cracking 200 points. <laughs> so we'll, we will be getting up there, and we're still holding on to our players. Uh, For now. Yeah. Clearly, we need a second figure skating trophy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still need to ship out the old so, one. So <laughs> unless Blockbuster Definition starts getting voted out, you know, there's still players, and there's still advantages there. So... Who knows? Yeah, I mean, it, it would take a lot for us to be passed at this point. I think you would. You would. I yeah. think, like at this point, we would. You know, of course, either lose everybody in a row, and then you know, Flame Pog Empire would need to have like everybody in the final three or something. You know, the the more we climb, the harsher the requirements are to to pass us up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so I'd like congratulate Blockbuster Definition on winning this season. Just congratulations, prema- premature. Yeah, congratulations. Casino from a mile away. There's still time. No, there's not. <laughs> yeah, just no. I mean, if a, tra- if <laughs> no. a trade were to happen, <laughs> hypothetically speaking, between two teams, and one of them's like, "Hey, we'll trade you all the points we have." <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Look, Flame Fog Empire, we'll toss. Okay. All right. Oh. We can we can we can get there. What if we will combine yeah, our what players if we just redistribute and, and make a the blockbuster new definition team. team and we just trade out all five of our players and we get five <laughs> brand new players coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the uh the, the Flame Pog uh friendship. Yeah, the, f- the flame pogs we made along the way. <laughs> the flame pogs. Yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll discuss. I mean, it would have to be this episode <laughs> for it to be even. What if 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 Blockbuster sure. Definition oh. wants five new players on their team? It's gonna happen to have to happen today. Oh, you want <laughs> you want to trade out every single one of your players for another yeah. player in the game? Yeah, totally shake yeah. things up. All right, he- let's start with Heather and Xander. Just um, <laughs> um, all right, Flame Pog I mean, Empire. I mean, uh, the five we get is clearly average yes, he- deal. Hello, I am the Flame Pog Empire. Um, T- I I receive nothing. You receive all of our points. Ooh, ooh, I I think I believe that's against the rules that we have set up to this point. Hmm. <laughs> Dang it! You foiled but my on, plan. But on the other hand, uh, that would uh, have have us increase a dramatic lead. Um, see, I'm on, I'm I'm on I'm in favor. Of this. Yeah, I don't I'm know if we have an official ruling of this, but it's kind of just let's see what under it says the in the rule of like bad trade. sportsmanship, I guess. <laughs> uh, your team may uh, your team and another team it, may swap contestants. I don't think we really tried. outright ban it, it but. Uh, actually, we do like... outright ban it. The, the rules say team yeah. points can be used as a leverage in a transaction alongside contestants. Well, you could still, you know, you could still so... theoretically trade <laughs> Liana yeah, and Heather. I, so... for I was going to say Liana, Heather, all points. of my points, <laughs> all of our points. See, it's very simple. See, what would be fun in my in my mind is trading Sean for Liana, and then just like all of your points, and then just see where it goes from there. Because how that's, that's actually the kind of chaos. How many points would we have to give to actually make that a thing? To make that trade? <laughs> like what, um, what's a what's an actual number? 
Well, I do. I do have to actually like confer with TB for this. But assuming like... Chantel wins the season, she's making like forty points in the finale alone, because she gets twenty five points for winning. Right? Think so. Uh, I, I Watch her get voted right. out next episode. I well, here's the thing: <laughs> we cannot make that trade because as soon as we do, she gets actually, voted out. <laughs> <laughs> if we... If if uh, we why is it not? want Chantel to win, we cannot move her. We, we, or let me rephrase: we, I, whatever team I am on, <laughs> one who cannot have her. Is not allowed. The universe would not allow it. Yeah. So looking at you know ignoring immunity wins or advantages or anything, you get thirty seven points. For being the winner in the finale, <laughs> ignoring any immunities or ignoring all of the episode points from before them. Okay, but I would want to like stack just a few more points on top of that. Maybe like fifty-two. See, on our our end, we would at best like go even, right? Which I know is like the point, mm-hmm. but giving you points is inherent, it, or trading points for uh, a contestant essentially is giving up guaranteed value, which is the points that we're giving you for a you know more potential, but also way more risk because if she does get voted out somehow and she doesn't actually win the game, then that that has a lot of points for nothing, Nothing. right? As opposed to if we can't trade points for uh, up to, like, the top end because she would have to play, you know, the best possible game just to break even. So Mm -hmm. if if this was happening, we, we have to give you less points than that amount. Otherwise, there's there's no way. Yeah, because it's the risk that she goes home. Right. Because, you know, if you are giving away 37 points, right, then you're, you know, you're hoping she wins, so you'll break even on that trade, and then whatever points you can scrape right. up from her winning challenges or playing an advantage. Or right. Right. Versus. And, like, I home. am, you know... Yeah, I am confident enough that Chantel just wins. Um, that I'd be, you know, fine with that hypothetically. But doesn't Chantel have an idol too? Does she? She has an extra. No, she vote. actually does have oh, an okay. idol. She has the broccoli idol. Oh, you're right. right. She does. She does. Doesn't she also have an extra yes. vote? Because it's yeah, the, the one that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so that's that's like the business side of it right it's like we we literally cannot make a trade for that many points because then at best or you know quote unquote at minimum if we assume she wins is breaking even so yeah i don't think we're gonna make any trades today but i am very tempted to just continue this in text chat and just you know before the spoiler warning next week maybe like cut in uh, a, an extra trade section. Gotcha. I don't know. I feel like 
it's it's weird it's kind of like a unwritten rule about not just fixing yeah. the points in a single trade but it's also one of those things where it's like you don't want to write but... it down but you know even yeah. if it wasn't against me I'm, it just feels like, like very I'm, much I'm, I'm, I'm with Heather of the... here of just chaos of just let's 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 fight up against blockbuster definition That's... i'm not sure if tb <laughs> would agree with me about just maybe throwing the flame pog empire yeah i mean i don't think there's ever or... a point where if you have multiple teams i'm pretty sure in most of our fantasy seasons if the other teams pool together they will just always be able to outpace the winner oh absolutely yeah. i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't give all my points well right that's that's the thing that's the thing i'm not i wouldn't actually give enough points to where it's just over mathematically but i am interested in having chantel and seeing just how far chantel alone could push push our measly team and measly amount of mm -hmm. points um for the sake right. of giving flame pog empire a little boost yeah. Right. I think if we actually care about our point total, we'd be getting rid of Evie, not Liana. <laughs> see, no. see, see. The real way to have some fun and just no. like throw this game on its head is to trade both Shan and Liana, and then also Heather and Evie. <laughs> you know, <A> just. <laughs> I mean, it seems like you know Liana is flying. You think Liana is going to the final tribal, and you don't think Chantel's nah. winning. I, I I don't know who the heck is going to the, the final tribal, but I do I think Sean is gonna get voted out either at the start of the finale episode or like one before the finale. Gotcha. I, I think that's 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 where the narrative potential is going. I think Xander's gonna win. Or blockbuster definition just uses the power of me and Jimmer combined to where Chantel <laughs> should have won, but she ends up uh, in the Russell Hance position where, you know, like Erica or Nasir end up winning in the end. You know, someone on our team just ends up winning because, of course, that's what happens. Plot yeah. armor. Yep. Yeah. And that would just be the full dynamic range of how the universe works. Yeah, of our archetypes yeah. as fantasy drafters and, yeah because especially if if we get chantelle then yeah of course yep. and i think that's a perfect place to stop the episode unless anybody here has any final points they wish to bring no, up no no arguments no. okay well then that wraps it up for us this week if you want to go check out our other episodes uh here everything Jimmer and I and Mango, when he was there, talked about Ghost Island. You can do that all on rngshow.com. Everything was one point. Thanks to... Yeah, it's true. Everything was basically just a single point. Uh, thanks to Mango. To who? Thanks to Mango for editing this episode. Thanks to Subtact for the use of our theme song, Step Up. If you would like to check out our spreadsheet and crunch the numbers yourself, you can go to rngshow.com slash 41 or click slash tap the link in the show notes. And we will be back here next week talking about whatever crazy situation happened at Tribal Council. We'll talk about the game within the game. And yeah, 
We'll complain about the live tribal that's inevitable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See you then. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.